quickly talk some more about what we've learned in the wake of Jay Powell last week and get some stock picks into the closing bell. Salman Chattopade is back with us, Chief Investment Officer at the Carson Group. Salman, always great to have you here on the show. So give me your update here, your macro framework, now that Powell has told us he's on board to taper this year. Yeah, hi, Oliver. Uh, great to see you again. Thank you. So I think I think the market is kind of trying to digest this less dovish, uh, you know, kind of the attitude of Fed, along with the, you know, what's going on in the market is the larger, the bigger, the better, the tech names are coming back. And those are being considered more kind of the quality names uh, right now, given that we are going through still pandemic, there is still uh, concern about the Delta variant, and at the same time, the 10-year rate has, has come down to 130, and we do not know what's going to go from here. And we are trying to adjust the housing uh, market bubble. I think uh, it has been normalized for the past uh, few weeks to a month, and the inventory is, is kind of getting normalized there. So it's a lot of intersection between the you know, the large growth uh, names coming back with the the Fed's less dovish policy at the same time, uh, the, the labor market, you know, the anticipation of having fewer job growth and then the inflation headlines. So there's a lot happening right now in the market. If we get a big employment report on uh, Friday, Salman, if we hit uh, uh, just shy of a million, I mean, if we're talking 750, 800-ish or so, what do you think that does for the market right now? What kind of impact would that have if we're really starting to close the gap between labor and employers? So I think the main question here is that we have got a supply-side shortage, right? I mean, the, the, the question that everyone wrestled with that obviously there was a demand shock, but the supply side shortage was there, especially in the temporary workers. So if we see that the labor market is catching up, then the question is that is the economy, I mean, the growth is really great and a 3.1% growth. We have seen the last time in 1984. So I do not believe there's any concern there. The question is that these overshadowing of the Delta variant and pandemic, and, and whether that's going to overshadow the, the growth in the labor market and what Fed is going to do in terms of uh, their monetary policy going back to raising the rates in 2023. Because market believes that Fed is wrong in terms of raising the rates, then we will see that uh, there is a little bit of uh, a pullback in the market. At the same time, I, I don't think the Fed is saying that they are going to do anything with that $8.2 trillion balance sheet uh, and their, their bond buying program that they are buying from the market. They are not going to go back there. So the question is, you know, given that they, that is in place, you know, how is Fed then going to react with the, with the monetary policy that has been in effect uh, since the pandemic of last year? Okay, uh, Salman, and right now, as it uh, gets specific in the stock realm, there's a couple companies you like uh, that have been making some headlines over the last month. We've had a lot of cyber and cloud talk roaring back into the picture this afternoon. We've got Okta after the bell. What do you like in this uh, industry right now? What stands out to you? So we like Palo Alto Network. The ticker is uh, PANW. We have that in our you know, mission opportunity strategy. And the reason we like the stock because they are in the business uh, security software, the firewall. 
And we have seen during pandemic, there are a lot of businesses that are getting connected, but at the same time, uh, the, the security concern is still there. And Palo Alto Network is providing the, uh, you know, the network solution, the security solution across the business segment. And we have seen about a 34% growth in their billing rate and about a you know, 38% in their year, year, year over year revenue. So we believe that the company is gonna grow in terms of providing their, their solution and they're resilient and in fact getting a tailwind from what we have seen. Uh, you know, people are sitting at home, they're still trying to work through and through the VPN and, and the network security, it has been a focus for a lot of business in terms of enhancing and investing more in terms of the business, uh, you know, the, the, the software security. Okay. Uh, yep, and we also like the Workday, WDAY, uh, and that's uh, almost a human capital management software. Uh, and that's providing uh, a lot of benefit to the companies in managing their uh, human capital. They also have a finance software that's providing all around uh, solutions. So it's getting a lot of markets, about $67 billion company about a, and trading at a 14 multiple of, of sales. And we believe that given a, a lot of focus in having a comprehensive turnkey solution for human capital management, Workday is uniquely positioned in their growth. And we have seen that uh, in their share price growth. And we believe that this is going to be a growth story along with the large mega cap names that are coming back. So this is kind of the, the future defensive barrier against any concern people have from, mm. from the Delta variant and if we were to get some pullback. So, I mean, real quickly, in the human capital management space, this morning we had the CEO of Paycor on, ticker PYCR, company that just went public in the summer. It seems like there's so much competition for this right now. Is there enough to go around? Yeah, I think there is enough to go around because more and more businesses are trying to find their niche and how they provide their solutions. We know a lot of companies are in the play, but the main question is, you know, how they are getting around in, in terms of providing the, the comprehensive solution. And we believe that given that Workday has transitioned from human capital management to a finance software, here you have one-stop you know, solution, you know, they are uniquely positioned against their competitors. Okay. Salman, always great to get your take here. Pleasure talking to you and looking forward to next time. Thanks, Oliver. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Salman Chattopadhyay is the Chief Investment Officer at the Carson Group.